Hello everyone, welcome to another TTT Prime Me, Sack of the Duke. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and this week we watched the movie Cow- Cowboy Up? Cowboy Up. Cowboy Up from 2002, starring Kiefer Sutherland, Molly Ringwald, Daryl Hannah, and some other people. Yep. Yep. If we're if we're a little if we're not talkative, it's because this movie. Oh my god! I'm a little I'm a little dazed. I'm a, I'm a little, little. I'm still a little shocked from this whole endeavor. I'm glad I'm glad it elicited an emotion from you because, I mean, I feel like for that to happen, there sh- there could have had to have been like a movie that I had seen and that happened. Yeah, no, so. I watched this with I watched this with both Cassidy and Dante, like my roommate and my girlfriend, and we actually we laughed at this. This was funny. We had a fun time with this bad, awful movie. <laughs> but like I could imagine if I didn't have them there, this would have been miserable. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But tell me what happened in this bad, awful movie. Okay. So what you know, Zach? What doesn't happen? <laughs> a whole lot. Yeah. Um. Basically, Kiefer Sutherland and some other guy—they're brothers—and they the brother rides bulls, but he gets injured, so he shouldn't ride bulls. This sets this sets up one out of the five plot, five or six plot threads that exist in this movie that all go nowhere. Yeah. Um. So the brother was injured, which makes means it's harder for him to ride bulls. Um, this gets him in trouble with... Is it his wife? No, or I is think it it's his, his girlfriend? girlfriend. His girlfriend. Okay, it's his girlfriend. Girlfriend. It's his, his girlfriend um, who doesn't want him riding the bulls because he could actually get himself killed out there. He wants to do it anyways. Um... Kiefer Sutherland's character gets horny for Daryl Hannah. Yeah. But she's horny for um for the other guy. And the other guy doesn't really care cuz he's not really he doesn't really do anything in this nope. movie other than ride bulls. Like they'll and, be having, trying to have a conversation with him and he'll just straight up not respond. It's Yeah. Ugh. Um there's also the plot thread about childhood trauma. Yep. I don't really need to say anything. Bull rider and oh, it's uh, it's oh, but it's a really deep story because we have flashbacks. But Whoa. goes nowhere. Um, That's so crazy. You got uh, you got the story of Kiefer Sutherland wanting to be a successful ranch for bulls for bull riding bulls to come out of. Um, then he's got this killer bull named Zapata. Um. That the that the other guy Eli ends up riding at the end. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there nothing nothing happen nothing really happens in this movie. Nothing happens in this movie. Yeah, they just he just <laughs> rides a bull and they play country music. Oh my god! Okay, so That's there's it. this this thing in storytelling. It's called pacing. Now we we. we talk about pacing quite a bit on this show because there's a lot of movies that we've seen that have just horrible pacing. Abysmal. I think this is the worst 
the worst mm. paced film we've seen. Wow. Like, literally 50 minutes into this hour and 45 minute yeah. film. I did not know what the main conflict was. Like, yeah. And it there... barely has one, but it takes that. Like, by the time it emerged, I just stopped caring and I was on my phone because. If you have taken so, this long to tell me what your movie is about, you don't get my attention. What would you say it. the main conflict in this movie was? Well, the main conflict, according to Wikipedia, is um, <laughs> that they both have the hots for the the same girl. But what? she... Yeah. That's not the main conflict. That's it's like... not. Everything but, is a B-plot. Yeah, that's the thing. No, there's everything no, is a C-plot. There's no actual main plot here. And there's it just kind of ends. And then Kiefer yeah. dies by slipping off of a railing. Like, it's the dumbest. It's he slips the off dumbest. a railing, and then he gets killed by a bull. Yeah. The like, bull kills him. In a, we'll get to that later, because that was, it was something. something. It was something. Um, yeah, no, there was definitely a point where I think uh, Eli and his girlfriend, they're having like their big breakup scene. And yeah, we were all like, why is this happening now? This should be like the kind of the, you know, end of the second act leading into the third act, you know. Because he, he literally rode one bull and she got so mad with him. It's like, this feels like like wrap up. Like, yeah, you know, we're getting into the give him a reason to be redeemed for the, the, the final act of the film conflict. But it's just there in like early on in the first act. And you're like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's god. Really, nothing more than an excuse to have a bunch of of, of slow motion, yeah, bull riding things while country music plays in the background. Yep. So that's, I mean, right up our alley. God, they did a they had a cover of Johnny Cash's "Ring of Fire." It was bad. Yeah. So mad. Even Cassidy was like. This cover sucks. Yeah, so she posted on the Instagram that she that she uh, loves this movie and she will not be ashamed about it. And then the next post just said, "Never mind." Yeah, yeah. And like, she did like. I mean, because we all had fun. We had fun with this. That's we had fair. fun with uh, you know because everyone else was on their phone. I was just enjoying picking the crap out of this and being like and coming back and being like. Like, I was trying to follow along, but nothing was making any sense. I was no. just like, this movie's not going to give me a return on my, on my investment, is it? When I was paying attention, I kept getting lost because it just... The characters Jumps. make no sense. Yeah. Their actions make no sense. Uh-huh. The plot has nothing to do with... Like, each moment has nothing to do with the next. Uh-huh. This is just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just... I'm stunned. I am truly am. This is the this is possibly one of the worst things we've seen. I'd say this is the worst thing we've seen in a while, by far. Yeah. Let me look. I don't know. See, because I'm so... I had enough fun with this, Zachary. This is the problem. That's fair. <laughs> that I'm like, kind of... I couldn't really call this... I don't know. I was thinking about I was thinking about this and Dead Heat. See, that's um, honestly. I feel like I feel about this movie the way that you you felt about Dead Heat. 
Yeah. Just it makes me angry. <laughs> I'm just, just very mad. I'm mad that Molly Ringwald's in this, like, because her and Kiefer, and I guess Daryl Hannah, they're the mm-hmm. only ones who are any good in, in this. Like, the, the guy who plays mm-hmm. the brother, Eli, he Ooh. he has some awful scenes. He's just not their doing dad, a good job. Their dad's <laughs> okay, but it's mostly because that's an actor who's, like, there to play, like, niche one or two scene characters. That is and fair. Just have the time of his life. Um... Yeah, yeah. This this all this does suffer from the same thing that Dead Heat suffered from. I just wanted it to be a Kiefer Sutherland horse girl movie. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If we could just get that, that'd be good. I would watch your your, your your country boy movie, but I don't mm. know who this is made for. Like, do mm-hmm. people do people like these kinds of movies? Because <laughs> it's not just I that I don't know. care about rodeo. I just I don't care about anything this movie is trying to tell me. Yeah. 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 Because it's not really... as It's just so absolutely aimless. Yeah. It's, I, one thing I said was that it's like... It's pulling all these moves from a playbook. But it's a playbook for an entirely different game. Like, it's trying to pull these, okay, brothers bonding together. I'm like, great, you haven't done anything to warrant any of this. They're just, oh, okay, I guess I'm supposed to feel sad that Kiefer died now because they were brothers, and brothers love each other, but they haven't actually talked on screen for the past 40 minutes of the movie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is Eli's character? Like, he's just a dick who just gets himself hurt constantly uh-huh. and doesn't care about anyone. And yeah. not in, like, an interesting way. He's just kind of stupid and a jerk. Yeah. And he's the one who, like, survives at the end. And, like, you could, they could, like, with Kiefer's death, it could have been something where, like, they, they'd almost set it up to be at least something where, you know, he died saving... Eli, but he didn't because, like, he was out. He just slipped because mm. everyone in this movie is mm. an idiot. Yeah. So that's not even, like, he doesn't even get the the scene of, like, you know, the, his brother saves him from his own mistakes. There's nothing. There's no, no value here. Yeah. Um. The bit when when Eli, like, I guess I'll say breaks up with Daryl Hannah. What? It's just like, no, I I don't like you anymore. And I'm like, but why, why do you have to break up with her now? And he's like, because my brother loves you. And it's like, <laughs> your brother hasn't seen her in like months, I thought. Like, yeah. Like, what? What is any of this? Your brother dislikes you because you went after her, I guess. But he also doesn't. He just saw her once and was like, dang. I love her. He looked at her once and was like, girl of my dreams. And all of a sudden he's pissy when things, Kiefer is pissy when stuff doesn't work out for him. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Um, Yo. just, uh, the bit with, uh, with Daryl Hannah's sister. Oh God. She just shows up and she says the line, something like, 
Why would a man want a hamburger when he could have a real good sirloin? Am I right, fellers? Am I right, fellers? Yeah, she's just there and it's just obnoxious, and then they just kick her out, and that's it. Wasn't and that so see, quirky and random? Yeah. This movie, all... <laughs> but then see, kicking her out leads to the Kiefer incident where. Kiefer's all set because he comes up. They think uh, Daryl Hannah and Eli think that Kiefer is Daryl Hannah's sister, so they say, "Go away!" And Kiefer's like, "No, you can't tell me to go." He's all sad, and then he walks up and he looks to the front of their Winnebago or whatever, and it's just sees them macking on each other. You're like, "Okay, this is, this is happening." I guess I think you wanted this to be like a a, a tragedy of errors kind of a thing. But it's, no, it's just an error. Um, the fake out at the end where they make it look like Eli's gonna shoot the bull that killed Kiefer. Yep. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! He actually learned, dude. Except not. I don't really think he at all, dude. Character growth. Yep. Um. <laughs> So Kiefer's death scene. Yeah, how about that, huh? This movie, like the, it full on shifts from because it, it's you would expect it to be playing like tragic music, but it's just kind of horrific. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is like this spectacle of just watching Kiefer get gored, like, like it. Just, <laughs> it felt like, a bit like an indie horror movie in a sense. Yeah, just like, like I didn't expect them to show it at all but like it's no. just right on his face of him just getting like a bull's hoof just going through his face yeah like, it's a like, lot blood everywhere totally it's not this movie yeah there's just but, so many weird choices um yeah, yeah like god whenever it's a flashback and there's the weird like mysterious saxophone music <laughs> playing and you're like I thought this was Cowboy Land. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, we we lost it when Kiefer died. We were like, we, we had maybe guessed that he was going to die at that point. And then just like it happening, we was so... <laughs> like... <laughs> this, this is that. Like, I can't, I don't really have words to explain to you. No. The emotions I felt <laughs> while watching this. <laughs> you know, you know what I will say. This movie looked kind of okay. It looked fine. Yeah, Technically, I, well, it looked made. better than something I was honestly expecting from a 2000s Kiefer movie. That's like, fair. From a film called Cowboy Up, I would have expected it to be not, not like this. Yeah. I can find the budget for this while we talk about Kiefer as a clown. Oh, oh, when he's wearing those, the suspenders. Yeah, dude. well, he goes full clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first part when he's wearing the suspenders, though, I was like, oh, he's wearing, like, some gay little suspenders. Like, he has these little <laughs> They're rainbow, rainbow suspenders. Rainbow suspenders. <laughs> so for I was like, oh, good for him. Like, I'm so glad. And, and and then he was actually a rodeo clown, which, like, is fine. He still wears the suspenders um, and some better shirts later. He gets the full clown makeup on. 
That stuff was good. Yeah. There's the one guy in the clown group who looks like he's got, like, Bowser clown makeup on all the time because he's got, like, these dinosaur teeth on his face, and it's all green, and I'm like, that's just, that's Bowser. Bowser? Bowser? That's Doug Bowser. Couldn't find the budget, by the way, but I did find out that Daryl Hannah was also in another one of our favorite films, uh, Last Day of Frankie the Fly. Oh, I would never forget Daryl Hannah being in that movie. Yeah, she was the sex worker in that, I she, thought. She's in a lot of good movies. A lot of good movies. It seems. Yeah. I don't want to talk anymore about this movie. It's not a key for it. It's really bad. Um, I don't know. We, we, we could keep on talking, fella. But I don't want to. But you don't want to. I uh, hate this I movie. Like... <laughs> I don't know. Like how it try, it's like there's a point near the end of the movie where Kiefer walks up to the Eli and it's just like, you need to solve your emotional baggage to win riding this bull. <laughs> so then he goes and meets his dad and doesn't really accomplish anything there and calls his girlfriend and doesn't accomplish anything there. And it's like, ooh, I guess he dealt with all of his emotional baggage now, even though none of this has clearly been shown to affect him. He, The only person who was affected by emotional baggage with their father was Kiefer's character, but that never gets resolved. Yep. Like, the, the guy who directed this movie, I wanna, I'm not sure if he wrote... Okay, he didn't write it. The no, man who directed James. this film has been directing and writing films since the 70s. Jeez. The man who wrote this movie... Uh, yeah, he's been he writing died. since the 90s. Like, although I this is his, to be fair, his second film. But also, just no. how, like, it's so bad. Like, this is... Yeah. You gotta... <sighs> I just, I don't... Part of me is like, oh, but what if, like, there was, like... I don't know, just, like... What if it got chopped up in editing? But just, like... No, no, because no, like none of it's not to accomplish anything. It's just, it's just bad. Yeah, there's just there's no story here. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least this is on YouTube for free. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't <sighs> pay any money for this. I paid three dollars for this. Jeez. Now, now I see why you're so angry. <laughs> I didn't have to cough up nothing. No, YouTube has movies on here that are called free with ads, and then we didn't get what? any ads. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I paid... Okay, we're moving on to taglines before I get even Explode. more mad. Explode. Yeah. This is this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Think of it as. <laughs> you know what else they got for free with ads? What they got else for free with ads? Igor, the 2008 one. You just made me think about Igor. <laughs> I think about that movie more often than I should. I've never <laughs> seen that movie. I've I had a picture there's book a of part, it when I was like, there's little. a part where like the animated rabbit just like, because the animated rabbit can't actually die, so he spends the whole movie trying to die. It's messed up. It's a messed up movie. Okay, don't watch it. I didn't know Joan and Vasquez. Uh... Made a 3D animated movie in yeah. 2008. Yeah. Uh, that's a joke for the real fans. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 done for. Uh, yeah. I'm done with with Cowboy Up. Bad. So movie, now it's 
think of as a freight train with horns. Professional bull riding. Not a sport. Uh-huh. War. There we go. I uh-huh. hate people who write taglines. Yeah. Um, but you know who I don't hate? I don't hate people who write reviews. That's not yeah. true. But we are going to watch. Keep writing them. The reviews are funny. The reviews are You know, these the people the out here part. writing these reviews give us this podcast, you know? Um, they also don't get paid to write these reviews most no. of the time. Uh, here we go. Linda Shear. Two brothers, one bull. Five stars. <laughs> February 22nd, 2003. The marketers position this movie as a love triangle between sibling rodeo cowboys and a girl, which is about as wide of the mark missing the broad side of the barn. The key character who drives these brothers apart is their father? No, the father's not in the movie. The father has three scenes. He's not in the the movie. Huh? They're the best scenes, let's be honest. That's true. The the dog? Anyway, um, a champion bull rider, long retired and long absent from their lives, played seat, seat. Played terrifically in a cameo performance by British actor Pete Postlethwaite. The old man gave all his attention to the one who took him, took after him, and scorned the other who had the more tender heart. Then he left home at the wrong end of a shotgun, pointed at him by the boy's mother. Okay, I thought this was going to be funnier because usually a five-star movie review for a bad movie does more than a paragraph is pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um. Uh. <laughs> There's <laughs> Daryl Hannah, a barrel race. She doesn't barrel race. She's not a bit. There's no barrel racing. There's no barrel racing in this movie. Cat, we were watching this, and Cassidy was like, barrel racing. But with the moment she saw Daryl Hannah, she was like, there's going to be barrel racing. And then there was none, and she was so angry. <laughs> um. Anyway. But a barrel racer figures in there rather briefly is one of the several things that estrange the two brothers. No, that's nothing estrange. Nothing happens. Anyway, <laughs> there's also pill popping, groupies, and angry outbursts. I think I'm convinced Linda watched a different yeah, movie. No, th- th- I want to see the movie that Linda saw. Actually, I don't. But like, I wish I had seen that because it sounds like an actual movie. The two men are finally reunited and reconciled at the National Bull Riding Finals in Las Vegas. Do they? Yeah. God, I don't know this. Yeah. Um, Compared to a rodeo movie like Eight Seconds, like Eight Seconds, this one is not so predictable, a little grittier, less sentimental, and doesn't go overboard in glamorizing rodeo. Here, for instance, lovers split up and stay that way. In Garth Brooks' words, that damned old rodeo takes its toll on everyone. Sorry, I had to change Linda's voice. Yeah, that was good. Too tired. Uh, uh, okay, we... this one comes to us from David DeWitt. Okay. Three stars. Good movie, but a little hard to explain. This is a good movie, yet it is kind of hard to explain. I will admit that this is not, this is in not a movie for those of you who always need tissues during an emotional flick. A great supporting cast makes for a good performance, though. 
So if you're the cowboy type or like rodeo movies, I would suggest watching this. We, we, we've read a few reviews like that where it's like, you know, if you're a girly girl who cries at movies, this isn't the <laughs> movie for you, is it now, huh? Yeah. Still one of my least favorite. But uh, we have one from Martin Lash. Uh, yeah. Two stars. Not great. Reviewed in Canada on May 17th, 2004. This movie could have been better if it had offered an interesting story and better acting. The only one into this project is Kiefer Sutherland. The others basically coast through their parts. Dale Hannah is virtually non-existent, and Molly Ringwald does not have much to do. The ending makes no sense either. It does give you the sense of how hard, insane the whole bull riding thing is, but that does not make up for the film's serious defects. I want my hundred minutes back. Yeah. So this could have, could have been good if it was good. <laughs> what I'm getting from that, so okay, thank this you. One, this one comes to us from Amazon... Yes, it sure does. Five stars. The ending of Cowboy Up. The ending was sad, but at least Marcus (laughs) Thomas didn't die. Marcus Thomas was the cutest in the movie, though. People are nonsense. People. Nobody is real. Like, this is in 2004. Like, you Uh just got onto the internet probably pretty recently. You know, like... Yeah, this is probably one of your first purchases on the internet. Especially like, for oh, but I gotta read a re- movie. I gotta write a review to let people know what I thought of it. And this is what you put out into the world. I think if anything, you know, we're out here proving that when you put stuff up on the internet, it does not go away. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, I think we got one last one, and it's from Nicole Lazon. It's a five star review. Love it. This is free in Canada on June 24th, 2014. I love to watch a story with animals, and this one, it really perfect. I love this great story. Wow. I actually do have one more. This one comes to us oh. from YouTube, though, from the YouTube comments. Oh. From Deborah Mosscrop, six months ago. My dad was a bull rider in his younger days. He broke almost every bone in his body, had five kids and a wife to support. Two years before he passed away, he was honored in the Rodeo Bull Riding Hall of Fame. He was so happy. He got a huge belt buckle, size of a plate, lol, and was so proud. He said, I finally got what I deserved 60 years later. And yes, we were all family. 48 (laughs) replies. There are 48 (laughs) replies to this comment. Oh, 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 gee, oh. Oh, is it? And then Kurt Collar coming in here saying, "Or oh, you will be honored in the Spelling Hall of Fame." And then Deborah fires. I mean, I don't. She actually didn't misspell anything. I don't think. <laughs> um, I don't see anything. She still won't be honored. Deborah comes back <laughs> with a. I had a heart attack in two strokes, five stents, and triple bypass. So forgive <laughs> me for not spelling something right. I didn't know this was a spelling contest. <laughs> anyway, they. <laughs> It goes on for a while. I'm not going to read it anymore, but I just, I thought that was funny. It was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, thank you, Deborah. Real, a real hero to us all. Uh, speaking of heroes, uh, we're heading on over to the Kiefer News desk uh, where we got Ooh. our new hero, Roku. Ooh. Uh, that's right. The Avatar himself. Roku buys <laughs> Quibi Library, including never-released shows, to stream for free. So this is an update on on last week's uh, story. So as you may remember, Quibi um, 
was a mobile-only streaming service that lasted six months despite um, having $1.75 billion uh, invested into it by Jeffy Katz and various others. Um, and Kiefer Sutherland was in a uh, re- reimagining of The Fugitive for it. Um, and yep. it sh- it could be shut down in December. But now Roku, the makers of the set-top boxes and they do smart TVs, they have acquired seemingly all of uh, Quibi's exclusive content. Wow. So even, like, the unreleased stuff. So that'll be coming out free to stream on their uh, service. I don't know if you need a Roku device in order to stream it, Mm. but that means we can actually maybe possibly watch The Fugitive when it comes out, whenever that happens. Yeah. And so... This is from an article from TV Line. So, as for the movie in chapters, which is what The Fugitive was, mm-hmm. um, in which feature films were disseminated eight or so minutes per day, Quibi gave producers the right to reassemble the episodes into movies for distribution on other platforms. So, we won't have to watch these things <gasps> ten minutes a day. Ooh. You know, we can see them like <clears throat> a person. Yeah. So, that's very exciting. Uh, if you don't have access to a Roku, Jaden, I can we can I can hook you up. I got you can hook me up. Okay, we cool. got we got stuff. Um, what are we watching next week? And I sort of got it. If it's Cowboy Up again, huh? that's not how this show works. So just tell me what we're watching. Okay, give me a sec. I I, I actually forgot to pull up the document. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been working on. I don't even know what I've been working on. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we can watch. Paradise Found, um, or Flight 93. Oh, no, not Flight 93. Um, see, Flight 93, The Flight That ba- Fought Back, sounds like a B-movie, but it's actually just a mm, documentary. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean... I don't... Kiefer happens to be in a lot. Yeah, um, but I mean, that one's a lot, a lot. So, I think... Paradise Found, or we could watch um, Picking Up the Pieces. Picking Up the Pieces. I feel like we almost tried to watch that at some point. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Well, I feel like it's between Picking Up the Pieces, Last Light, and Woman Woman Wanted, and After Alice, that it's just like these alliterative movies that actually end up being pretty heavy. Oh, okay, we're watching Picking Up the Pieces, because this is the one with uh, David Schwimmer in it. <laughs> okay you heard zach uh be here next week folks for um blah, picking up the pieces. sink or swim folks sink david schwimmer we'll be there for you if you'll be there for us schwave dimmer <laughs> you can't you play for- with a barbie that's all I know about his character. Yeah, and, and that's basically it's that for nine seasons. Good show. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Kaya for our excellent podcast. Art. You can go check out links to her other work in the description of this yeah. podcast. Uh, she's got some really cool uh, work on her Instagram. You should check that out. Yeehaw. Uh, you should also check out Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sax Rock and Roll, which is our theme song, uh, theme intro, outro every week. Uh, you should follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast. Uh, yeah. Spicy content on both. So spicy content. Get there. Ooh, mama. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. 
Wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 I, nice. I think it would be, be kind of cool. Um, if you want, you can send us a message on Anchor if you want to make an Anchor account. You know what I mean? It's, you know. Work with the fell demons to get that system to work. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been here a second. You can, you can, you can, you know, you can call me if you find my phone number. That'd be weird. But uh, I probably won't pick up because I don't have your number. Uh, we could play Melee. <laughs> Uh, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, uh, he's been your host, Zachary Leduc. He's been your host, Jaden Cron. And this, and has, this been, has been He's, he's a, a Keeper. keeper. You know what I've been playing recently? What have you been playing recently? Kirby Air Ride. Hell yeah. It's so good. City Trial is so good. It's the best.